And to understand that your health is not a 30 day challenge. It's not a 60 day challenge. It's not a one year challenge. Amen. Guess what? It is a lifelong challenge that you have to show up and work on every day. And some days are going to be great. and Some aren't. Welcome to the Work in Between, the podcast that explores the topics and daily actions that get us to our health-related goals. Whether you're trying to lose weight, get more fit, or improve your mental, emotional, or spiritual health, you're in the right place. In 2021, I was diagnosed with diabetes and was morbidly obese. I was already a three-time cancer survivor, so I knew I had to do something to turn my life around. So I did. I lost over 100 pounds and began transforming my life inside and out. I'm living my most purposeful and intentional life, and I want you to live yours too. Thanks for stopping by. I'm glad you're here. I'm your host, Gretchen Holmes, and this is The Work in Between. Jen Shaver is a triple certified health expert and the dynamic host of the Fit News podcast. With a passion for empowering midlife women, Jen is the driving force behind the Strong for Life program, a monthly on-demand strength training initiative meticulously crafted to seamlessly integrate into the bustling schedules of midlife women. Jen's philosophy revolves around a holistic, whole person approach to fostering positive habit formations. She firmly believes that implementing small changes daily is the key to preparing your body for successful aging, ensuring you can continue enjoying the activities you love as the years go by. In Jen's world, aging is inevitable, but how you age is entirely within your control. As a mother of three and happily married for 25 years to her high school sweetheart, Jen brings a wealth of personal experience to her wellness mission. Her guiding motto encapsulates the essence of her approach. If you want to remain independent as you age, you have to prepare your body. If you fail to prepare, prepare to be frail. Jen is on a journey to share sustainable wellness behavior changes, where fitness is not just a routine, but a transformative pathway to a vibrant and fulfilling life. Through the Strong for Life program and her insightful podcast, Jen Shaver is not just helping you age, she's empowering you to age successfully on your terms. Welcome to the show, Jen. Thank you, Gretchen. You and I have chatted before. We have a very similar philosophy that it's right. about whole body. It's about small steps and it's about making it work for you. So I always like to start at the beginning and I'm curious, where yeah. did your interest in fitness in general start? Have you always been this really athletic, amazingly strong woman? <laughs> well, funny enough, exercise has always been a part of my routine. So when my husband and I first got married and I was teaching, I taught middle school Spanish, I would get up and do Denise Austin videos prior to heading to school. And then when I got pregnant, I would do the Denise Austin pregnancy videos. And uh, yeah, so then when my daughter was born, I continued my fitness routine. I would get my workout in from home or I joined a gym that had a very nice babysitting facility. So I would 
drop her off at the babysitting. I would go get my workout in and then pick her up and off for the rest of our day as mom and daughter. And then son came along, but yeah, fitness has always been a part of my life. And then I got into uh, triathlons, which then morphed into marathons and half marathons. And the rest is history from there. That's impressive. I will say, I think some people think that you have to have been into exercise from day one, if you really want to be good at it, to make it an effective part of your life. But that's not really true, right? I mean, you focus on folks that maybe have never done any of this kind of before. It's never too late to start a new healthy habit. You know, that's the important thing that we need to remember that whether you exercise now or you don't, there is a place for you to start where you are. And it doesn't have to be anything that is overwhelming. And I always encourage people to start with, well, I think strength training is important and it is a necessity, especially as we age. If you are not exercising right now, the best place to start is with an activity that you enjoy. You know, I ask, what do you enjoy doing? Do you enjoy walking? Do you enjoy swimming? Maybe you enjoy gardening. What is it you enjoy doing? Maybe it's hiking. Maybe it's biking. Find out what it is you enjoy doing and start there. Because once we can start with an activity that we enjoy, then we can make it part of our routine. Because we don't want to skip things that we enjoy. You know, your neighbor, Lucy, said, well, I picked up running and you hate running, then that might not be the thing for you to do. Maybe it is because maybe it's something you and her can do together and you might enjoy that. Don't just do something because somebody else said that this is the activity you have to do. This is how you lose the weight. Start with an activity that you enjoy and start small and work on doing that activity regularly, not perfectly regularly. And by regularly every day? I would say consistently. So if you're not doing it now, the very first week, I would aim for one to two times that week. How many minutes? 10 to 15. We're not looking to carve out a whole hour. A lot of times women think we have been programmed, especially I think our generation has been programmed that exercise is a one hour class. Yeah. And if we can't do that one hour class, why bother? Forget it. I don't have time for it. And nothing could be farther than the truth. 15 minutes is more than zero minutes. If 15 minutes is all that you have time for, that is so much better than just skipping it all together. I agree. And it makes our mind sharper. It makes our day better, right? Right. It starts creating a few endorphins here and there. Yep. Your philosophy revolves around a holistic approach Mm -hmm. to fitness and wellness. And I'm curious because we see that word a lot, holistic health, et cetera. What does that mean to you? It means everything is in alignment, your body, your spirit, it all aligns. You're taking care of your stress. You're taking care of your sleep. You're spiritually, because I believe that that is a very important component to your health, being spiritually healthy. Your diet is, you know, not restrictive, but it's including whole foods and very few packaged processed foods. And obviously movement is also key. So we need all of those things in there. Now, somebody might say, oh my gosh, that's so overwhelming. So how do we make it so it's less overwhelming? Well, we do it in small steps. We eat the elephant one bite at a time. I agree. I think we tend to give up something 
in order to do other stuff. And ultimately uh-huh. it ends up being a detriment to our health. I mean, so many people give up sleep. Yeah. Oh, they wear it like a badge of honor, right? Yeah. Oh, I only got four hours of sleep last night. Okay. That's not good. Yeah. It's right. not good for your hormones. It's, yeah. I mean, it's not good for anything. Yeah. So it's not good for your thinking, for your brain. Being sleep deprived long enough is equal to being legally drunk. If you are extremely sleep deprived, it's not a badge of honor and it's not a good thing. So we have to, especially as we age and for midlife women who are already stressed to the max, the first thing that I always tell them to work on is your sleep and your stress. That's where I would prefer you start. Mm-hmm. While the exercise, the diet and all that other stuff we mentioned is important. I want you to start there. I want you to start with what's going on with your sleep and what's going on with your stress management. And if you say, well, what, what does that mean? And how do I do that? It means, are you taking just a few minutes and I'm not talking 10 minutes or 20 minutes or, you know, where you go and you turn the lights out and you're going home because you might say, oh, I don't have time for that. I'm talking about, let's start with two minutes of deep breathing that you can do in your car maybe while you're waiting on your kid, you're picking your kid up from practice. You've got two minutes to sit there. Maybe when you get to work or maybe right when you leave from work, before you go to do your drive home, two minutes of deep breathing, inhale for four seconds, exhale for four seconds. And just do that for two minutes and start with that two minutes and see if there are different times throughout the day where you can add that practice in. And I'll tell you what, it'll make a world of difference And you might be thinking, oh, that's so hokey. It's not. And it makes a big difference in our hormones and in the way that, you know, in our overall health. I think we could all do that. If we do nothing else, I think we can all do that because I'm busy. We're all busy. Um, You know, there's a lot of folks who have young kids or caring for elderly parents or maybe both. I mean, there's people are busy in their work, but we all have two minutes wherever we can find it. And if we can't find two minutes, we need to look a little harder. Right. Right. How much time are you spending scrolling? Yeah. Right. (laughs) You know, well, and that's what I always, right. You know, you mentioned you might have kids, you might have older adults. Midlife women, we're part of that sandwich generation where we are going to get caught up with caring for two different ends of the spectrum. So we're in the middle and we need to make sure that if this is the case, how are we going to manage to care for either side of that if we ourselves don't have our health? It's so true. So I was poking around on your website, which is beautiful, by the way. Thank you. It's really lovely. And you have developed your own system, Strong for mm-hmm. Life, mentioned right. in the intro, where mm-hmm. you focus on strength, nutrition, rest, and something you call midlife balance blueprint. And it all sounds oh, absolutely yeah. fantastic. So where <laughs> did this come from? How did you put all this together? Just my own life and what I'm going through. So it kind of helps me relate to the ladies that I am working with and then in speaking with other midlife women. So what I do offer is on the website at the Empower Her Bundle, and it is four uh, free eBooks and one deals with stress. That's the midlife blueprint. And it gives you techniques on dealing with stress. The other is a sleep guide. It walks you through 
how to improve your sleep. And then there is a free workout. So it's one of my free Strong for Life workouts. It gives you a PDF. It shows you the exercises. And there's also a video libraries. It shows you how to do the exercise. And then there is also the protein recipe book that has 10 recipes that have 30 grams of protein for each recipe. That's just for busy women because we're so busy, but we need to learn how to get that protein in. Everything that is there is specifically created with the midlife woman and her busy life in mind. So how long have you been doing what you do as far as you're an online fitness coach as well? Yes, the Strong for Life program is strictly online. So it is a monthly on-demand program that is a subscription, a monthly subscription. So every four weeks, my ladies, they get a PDF along with a video library just like the free one that I mentioned, and they get new exercises every four weeks that they can do from home uh, using either body weight or equipment from around the house or weights if they have them. So, you know, I always tell them, don't let it hold you back because you think you don't have weights. If you don't want to go out and buy dumbbells, because there are plenty of things around your house that you can use to substitute as weights. You can fill a backpack with heavy weights, with heavy books. You have, if you buy your laundry detergent at Costco, you know, or at Sam's Club, you know how heavy that laundry detergent is. You hold that with your squats or your lunges, or you lift, you press it overhead. And let me tell you, that's going to help you. I always like to find ways to help them overcome these obstacles or their, these barriers that they perceive that they have that might be holding them back because I really want them all to understand the importance of strength training, particularly as we age. It's so important in helping us to maintain our independence, which is something that we're all looking to do. We're not talking about getting up on stage and being part of, well, here we have the Arnold Classic. We're talking about making sure that we can continue to do life's daily tasks, climb the stairs, get up and out of the chair, in and out of the car, and the activities that you enjoy. Yeah, a cardiologist I spoke with in an earlier episode said, think of it as a 401k for your That's exactly, health. yep. When I, I, when I read that, I said, oh my gosh, that's what I'm always saying to my ladies. <laughs> that's right. You know, invest in yeah. yourself so that when you get into your 60s or 70s or 80s or 90s that, you know, you can still play with your grandkids and get up out of a chair and go to the bathroom by yourself, all of those things. And I got to say, you're starting to take away all my really good excuses, Jen, <laughs> as to why I don't exercise. When I was looking around your website, I thought, you know, I can do this. I can so do this. So I signed yeah. up for your newsletter. Oh, great. Little steps, baby steps, because I too, you know, I've got the food down pretty well, but I too yeah. have to focus on strength training right. and movement. And while I move a lot more than I used to, mm -hmm. I need to make sure I am doing more. And right. I know that because right. I'm not always consistent with it. So right. I think a lot of times too, especially again, I go back to our generation for us, as we talked about earlier, you know, that workout being 60 minutes, you know, quote unquote, 60 minutes, and it's a class. And most of the time, we also think about that as being, it has to be like a suffer fest, right? Or it doesn't count, or it doesn't work, didn't do a job, didn't whatever. 
And that's really not the case. We need to really work on our mindset of how we are perceiving the exercise and instead see it as a way to preserve a better quality of life as we age and not as a punishment for something we ate or whatever. It's really something that is going to improve our quality of life. And if we look at it like that, well, I don't want to miss something that's going to improve my quality of life. And sometimes it is hard to think about what do I want 70 or 80 to look like? When you feel like that, go out, go to the grocery store and look around. I see particularly at mass, there's a quite a few older people there. And I look around and I think, that's not what I want right there. Yeah. Is that to say that we're not all going to get older and slow down? And no, but I'm going to try with lifestyle management things such as strength training to mitigate and minimize the effects of aging. I was thinking about this the other day, and there are a lot of things that I don't have any control over. Right. I don't have control over my genetics. Yep. I don't have control over things that are external to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there are some things I do have control over. And mm -hmm. those are the things that I need to focus my energies on. And right. one of the things I have control over is how much movement I get, how much sleep I make sure I get, how much, what, what I feed myself, how I feed myself, what yes. I feed myself, those I have control over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And again, a lot of women too might have the perception that they're going to get quote unquote bulky if they strength train. And that's not the case unless you are particularly training a certain way. If you are training in a way that I am advocating, and there's nothing wrong with that other type of training, not what I'm saying, but the training that I advocate for is for you to preserve the muscle that you need as you age to continue to do life's daily tasks and to continue the activities that you enjoy. And it's so often I hear from ladies, oh, it's just so boring or I don't really feel like doing it. And so my response to that is usually, well, I don't feel like doing laundry either, but I don't want to be wearing dirty clothes. So I have to do it. So it's two days a week. The way that I've structured my program is two days a week, 30 minutes, full body. If that's too much, then do it four days a week for 15 minutes. You still would have fun. Remember before I mentioned, find an activity that you enjoy. If you do your two days a week at 30 minutes, you still have other days for that activity that you enjoy. Yeah. And I think reframing it from I have to, yep. but I get to, and it sounds so silly sometimes, but it really does trick you sometimes, but also forces us to be more grateful that we still can, that we have the strength and the ability to do these things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've never met anybody after they have done some kind of movement, however anyone defines exercise, say, I really wish I hadn't done that. We okay. always feel yeah. better. Yeah. And, you know, there's also a lot of studies that are coming out that are showing the relationship between strength training and memory and Alzheimer's. Not only does it help your muscles grow, but it also helps your brain. That never hurts. So yeah. if you want to improve your memory, pick up some weights. <laughs> That's right.
you probably touched on a few of them already, yeah. but what are some of the other obstacles that you see a lot for mm -hmm. the midlife women who you work with anywhere from whatever the physical obstacles are mm -hmm. that you kind of mentioned, but even about misinformation or misperceptions? Yeah. You know, well, I mean, one of the biggest ones is always, and you know, you have, I know that you have heard this too, in terms of food, right? Is time, right? I don't have time to eat healthy. So I don't have time to exercise. But that's why I say we need to think about what that quote unquote time is. So it doesn't have to be that 60 minutes. Let's change our perception about how much time we need to do something. And let's start small. Like I said, 10 to 15 minutes. Do you find that there's still a misconception out in the world that if we are not restricting, oh. if we are not suffering, <laughs> yep. if we are not miserable, that we right. cannot get stronger or lose right. weight? Completely. That's actually one of the things that drives me nut on social media. You see so many people, you know, you have to go balls to the wall every workout or never miss a Monday. Well, there are times when life happens and, you know, you will miss a workout or something will happen and it's okay. You know, <laughs> we want to get back on track, obviously, but we don't need to be punishing ourselves. I think when we start to view our workout, again, it goes back to that perception. And when we look at our workout as something that's going to improve the quality of our life, then we're going to want to do it because we want our life to be good. We want to have a good quality of life. And so what we do today will affect our future self tomorrow. So we have to start looking at it from a positive way rather than that negative, we have to suffer because that's not the measure of a good workout. Whether I sweat 20 pounds of sweat off, that doesn't mean that the workout was good. We have to look at what's the purpose of the workout. And so a strength workout, a lifting, a, a strength session is to build lean muscle. And so we might not get our heart rate super high. We might not get super sweaty. That doesn't mean that the workout wasn't a good workout. That is yeah. so important because I really do think, and I totally stole this off your website, that if we don't do vomit inducing burpees, yeah. we are not working out, man. We yeah. are, <laughs> we're not doing it right. And that's not true. You won't catch me doing a burpee, number one, because I just don't like them. I prefer to my exercises to have a purpose that translates into my everyday life. And so far in my 48 years of life, I have not had to perform that movement in a natural way. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so a squat, a lunge, an overhead press, a push-up are all movements that I would do that would translate into everyday life. And so those are ones that I'm going to stick with. I just love that <laughs> so much. So you mentioned a couple of things that you can do to get started when, mm -hmm. when somebody comes to you and says, mm -hmm. Jen, I haven't done anything in mm -hmm. a long time yeah. and I'm really out of shape and I'm really, I'm unhealthy. Where do I start? Where do you tell people to start? Mm -hmm. You know, you can start in your kitchen because while you are waiting on your curing to make that coffee, you can do some counter push-ups or you can do some squats to your chair, touch your bottom to your chair and get to your kitchen chair and back up 
bottom to the chair and back up and do that three sets of 10 reps while you're waiting on your coffee to brew or in your Keurig or your microwave to heat your lunch. You can add those in throughout your day. And by just starting there with your body weight. Now, if you're going to do your counter push-ups, make sure you're using your counter and not like a table that's going to move. <laughs> so, you know, if Good your point. kitchen table is up against a wall, then that's one thing. But those are, uh, you know, pe you know, people say, well, I can't do a push-up. Well, I bet you could do it if you're using your counter and you're still going to use all of the same muscles that you would do if you were doing it on the floor. That's really where I recommend people start with those two movements with counter push-ups and with squat to your chair. I think that's absolutely fantastic. And I am going to do that tomorrow morning when I'm waiting for my coffee. Yeah. I think people, including myself, we get mm -hmm. so surprised when it comes across as so simple. Right. And we make it so complicated. Right. Right. We are expecting it to be complicated, but it doesn't have to be. And this is the whole point because there are going to be days when life's going to be crazy. So what do you do on those days? Those are the days that you do things like counter push-ups and squats like that. And you can throw in some lunges once you've become more comfortable, all while you're just doing things around the house. And then on the days that you do have more time, that's when you can get in your full Strong for Life workout. Well, it's the same thing around eating, right? Some right. days you, you have full control over everything yes. that you can eat, that you want, yeah. that you made it yourself. It's delicious. Other right. days you're on the road. You don't have 100% control. So you do the very yeah. best you can. And then the next day when you're back in your routine, then you're able to, you know, eat even more healthfully than you did the day before. It all balances out sooner or later. Right. Right. I and love what you represent. I love that it is a kinder, gentler in that approach to fitness that in holistic health that is not so overwhelming that yeah. we well, take because it shouldn't out be. of it. It should because it shouldn't be because we all deserve to feel our best. And just because we're aging doesn't yeah. mean that our health has to decline. And you know we all deserve that option, and we can all do it by taking small steps. I will start telling myself that, that I yes. deserve to do these things right. and, and that will make it a much more palatable yeah. thing for me to do. So right. I, you know, me and, and a lot of my friends, we, we, some of us struggle with some of this, but yeah. you know, I will encourage everyone to mm -hmm. check out your website. I will encourage them to look for your podcast I will encourage them to check out the information that you provide. So just remind everybody how we find you. Okay. Yeah. My website is strongforlifefitness.com. And I am on Instagram and on Facebook at Fit with Shaver on both of those and LinkedIn as well, Fit with Shaver. You got to check out her podcast. She has the best conversations. Uh -huh. I find them just so helpful and so interesting. It's kind of like hanging out with a friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is the fit news podcast. So, yeah. and yes, it, you know, that has been so much fun. And that's what I enjoyed Gretchen was having you on and getting to share your message with others. And I think that that is the most powerful thing is being able to share. Yeah. And I think if we talk enough about 
not having to beat ourselves up all the time, what your health related goals are, that the message is going to get through. And that's just it. It's, It's not about, as you said, beating yourself up, a punishment and these extremes, right? Extreme restrictions and extremes with our eating and with our exercise. Start where you are and go from there and work on it daily. And like you said, you know, there might be a day where you can't control it, but come back the next day ready to start again and not go crazy or just throw the baby out with the bathwater and say, oh, forget it. We're done because we didn't have a good day yesterday. So I guess we're all done here. (laughs) Yeah. And I think everybody has to realize that they are worth this. They are worth committing some time to their physical, mental, emotional, nutritional health. There's that we are worth it, that we are just as important as other people. And to understand that your health is not a 30-day challenge, it's not a 60-day challenge, it's not a one-year challenge, guess what? It is a lifelong challenge that you have to show up and work on every day. And some days are going to be great and some aren't, but you just need to keep showing up. Show up as you are each day, work on it, not for perfection, because that's not going to get you long-term. No, it all has to be sustainable, right? right? Something that we can do consistently, whatever that we can't be so excessive and extreme that Mm -hmm. if we don't have two and a half hours that we just, that we can't do anything. Right. Makes no sense. Plus you're more prone to hurt yourself when you do. Oh, which then leads to what? Inconsistency. And then when you're inconsistent with your exercise, now you're going to be inconsistent with your food. Mm -hmm. And so then it's it's just an endless cycle. You are so awesome. We're out of time. So I want to thank you for coming on the show and doing what you do. And again, I encourage everyone to check out all of the information that Jen has on her websites and check out her podcast. And we will have all that information on my website as well. I can't wait to have you back. And so that we can continue this conversation in the near future. Yes, we have so much to continue to chat about. Yes, thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, So what about you? What resonated with you the most about the show today? What else would you like to know? I'd love to hear from you. So send me your questions or comments by visiting www.gretchenholmesphd.com where you can find my podcast along with additional information to help you on your journey to good health. You can also sign up for podcast alerts and any upcoming events and, of course, all of our guests' information. Finally, from me to you, remember to love and celebrate yourself now, today. Don't wait until you feel worthy. You already are. Loving yourself is the only way to good health. Until next time. The information on this podcast is not intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice.